everybody, I'm Clayton Mashad, and welcome back to Improv Town. This is my second interview from the Providence Improv Festival, and for today's episode, I think I'm just going to let the boys introduce themselves. Hello everyone, I'm Mark X. Gwynn. I'm Matt Kerstetter. And I'm Kevin Tully. And we are Crisis, Crisis an, an improvised comic book. book. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Alright, yeah, so before we talk about you guys as a group, just kind of go around and talk. Where are you guys from, too? You guys don't say, you guys don't have, like, the normal city label on your... On your thing. No. We transcend. Yeah, I guess so. Location. Uh, I mean, we're legally from New York City. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but none of us are from from New York City, so. I'm uh, from Omaha, Nebraska, born and raised. Yeah, so how'd you get into, yeah, let's just go, yeah, oh, let's. Yeah. How, you get into, how did you get into improv in Omaha? Oh, that's a, that's a, a great, uh, um, I w- in high school I did theater, and uh, my senior year we did a... I went to like a, our state thespian festival with um, uh, a group of us did some like short form improv to participate like you know like one of those improv competition things where we uh, we took first uh, so that was my my introduction to improv and then when I moved to uh, New York for college I learned about the UCB theater uh, and I had always watched the, uh, the UCB sketch show on Comedy Central uh, I was a big fan of that. So when I found out they were teaching uh, comedy, I started taking classes there, and uh, yeah, and the rest is the rest is history. I've just been doing it for like about ten years now. I took a little bit of time uh, where I taught English in South Korea for a couple of years, uh, where I was part of a um, and a group of expatriates who did improv theater uh, over there, and that was pretty fun. That was also uh, mostly short form before I went there. Sorry, what are expatriates? Oh, it's people from another country. Traders. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They used to be heroes. People yeah. who used to play for the Patriots. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. They're retired yeah. Patriots. Yeah. That's a good team. Yeah, retired. Uh, so me and this football, the retired football team. Can't name one. Mr. Patriot. I did some improv, and it was mostly short form. Uh, when I went there, I brought in some, uh, a little bit of long form, and we did a touring show. Uh, some friends and I, who I met there, uh, across some uh, fringe festivals in Canada, there's a mix of short and long form that we called schlong form. <laughs> pretty, pretty blue. Um, and it was there that I saw a show called uh, The Herald of Galactus, which was a two-person, uh, hour-long, uh, improvised, uh, comic-inspired improv show. Uh, it was really cool, and it was something uh, that I knew I'd, I'd like to do at some point. And then a few years later, I was taking a class at the, the Magnet Theater, where I met these guys. Heck yeah. Who were uh, also big. Yeah, I think it was, I had uh, the Spider-Man, uh, for my Facebook banner, I had... Uh, Craven's Last Hunt. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, Matt had commented hard. on that. And yeah. yeah. We did a lot of comic books in that class. We did also yeah. have a lot of comic book references in that class. Um, Which is crazy at the time, because like... No one was really in the comics in that scene. You weren't allowed to be. Yeah. 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 And we, we opened that door That's right. to the world. We kicked it in. <laughs> For the American world, I guess. They yeah. had in Canada. Oh, well, yeah. But they hadn't done anything in years. Mm. They, they still do stuff every year. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't like that. Uh, okay, so me, I, like Mark, saw the UCB show, and I loved it. 
And when I first started taking UCB classes, probably like 2009, I had no idea what long form was. Uh, I thought I was going to be either taking like Whose Line Is It Anyway classes mm -hmm. or doing um, what they did on the TV show. But then it just became long form and I, I loved it. It was super fun. I'm not really good at memorizing scripts, so it's very helpful for me because I get to act and not memorize things. So I loved doing that. Have you been doing acting beforehand? No, I, I've, I never really, I've always wanted to do it, but it was like, it was super hard for me to get into. So improv was like the gateway into that um, because you can kind of just like go in with not a ton of experience in acting. Right, yeah. Um, so that was, that was fun for me. I was more on the behind the scenes kind of side of things with like video production and that kind of stuff. But then I, I wanted to, I just fell in love with improv taking those classes. I did the whole UCB up to like level six and yeah, I was like, I remember I was like 20 at the time and I had to like agree with bartenders not to drink to perform <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and just doing shows, indie shows. And yeah, now I've been doing it for 10 years, maybe 11 years now. And yeah, I was on a magnet team for a house team for a while. Uh, I was on a armory team, which is a local uh, like indie house, you would call it. Is that like a, like a new comedy collective? I'm also uh, part of an armory improv team up and coming in New York City. Go the tank. Yeah, um, that's a fun indie theater to do stuff. And what theater is that? It's the Armory Tank. Is that what it's officially called? Yes, yeah, so it's uh, at the Tank Theater, but the the program uh, is called the Armory. It's got a few different uh, comedy programs that it hosts. And, yeah, I was on a couple indie teams for a while, and um, I took a little break from doing improv after one of my groups split up, and then Matt, who we interned at College Humor together, um, you just moved to the city, I think, yeah. or you've been there for I, a little bit. Yeah, I've been there for a couple months. Yeah, and you, we were talking about doing classes, and I wanted to restart it, and so we both took uh, magnet classes together. Yeah, we found the cheapest one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and now it's the most expensive, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, and then we just did the, the magnet classes and kind of renewed our my interest in improv, and I always wanted to perform with Matt. Uh, we have a, a sketch group, uh, do a group called Bronco Buster, um, and then we just met Mark and it all gelled and clicked. Yeah, it did. Nice. Sick. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Before so we uh, to me, I met. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I grew up doing like theater in middle school and high school and all that and always dug it. Uh, all of our like cast parties would always end with us doing that Whose Lines Anyway inspired uh, games and I was kind of like the ringleader of that and I always uh, wanted to do it. I Like Whose Lines Anyway was stupidly influential for me and all of my friends. It was just so quick and so funny. And then I, I didn't do anything of it in uh, college. And when I moved to New York, Kevin was doing uh, indie indie uh, shows, and I would always go to them and be like, ah, this is great. That was like the first time I watched long-form improv. And I was like, I could do that. You texted a couple of the shows, too. Yeah, yeah. I texted a couple of them. Uh, and then, you know, we looked for classes, and at that time, it was like $200 for level one at the Magnet, which is crazy for New York prices for improv classes nowadays. And then I took like four levels. Uh, I didn't want to spend $1,000 to audition for a house team, and we uh, just started doing our own thing. We, you know, loved comics. I was never in love with doing heralds or deconstructions. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we, we figured out a way that we can do whatever we want, uh, and by, uh, doing something we love, which is, you know, comic books. We're giant, massive, uh, nerdy boys. Yeah. Cool. So you guys, like, when you came together, 
was it like we have a similar set of interests like let's be friends and let's hang out and improvise together and then at some point like oh wait why don't we do a comic thing or was it like I want to do a comic thing. You like comics, and you like comics. Let's get together and do this as a thing. Uh, I think definitely the first one. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I'd known Kevin for years going into the level four where we met Mark, uh, and I loved doing scenes with Mark, but I didn't know that he liked comic books until I stumbled on his Facebook page late one night, <laughs> uh, and I believe I just wrote, we need to talk, and, uh, you know, we met up, and uh just gushed about uh, our love for uh, you know Spider-Man and sure, yeah. you know all the all the greats and eventually we were like oh well we should do an improv version of this yeah uh, yeah if I remember after one of our shows or after one of our classes we hung out in the bar and I think you brought up Harold Galactus and we were mm-hmm. like oh that'd be so fun to do and then like cut to like a year later um, I was offered an opportunity to like do a show at the Magnet, and like basically, oh, yeah. we were able to produce it, um, which was great. That's where we started doing our stuff, and um, it was really fun to just do our own show with no restrictions. Yeah, we worked on it for like four months before the we actually got it on its feet in front yeah. of an audience. Because I was uh, I was super nervous and scared, dude. Because I didn't want to put up a uh, a bad oh, show. Yeah. Uh, because you know shows were kind of few and far between to get your own. Uh, and I really wanted something that was a uh, strong, mm-hmm. b funny. Of course, yeah. come on, uh, and just something that we could be proud of. So we 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 put it through the the grinder. And... Yeah, yeah. I want to talk to you guys about about developing that form. But I think first for the listening audience who might not be who hasn't seen you, you want to describe. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to uh, describe your form? Just quickly, in a like you know a sixty second description, and then we'll talk about you know coming like how how you guys developed and got to the point that you are now. Cool. All right, so it's very similar to like the improvised movie, uh, but we use comic book conventions instead of like film editing techniques. We open every show with a suggestion, and from that we scene paint uh, the cover of the first issue of a brand new superhero. Uh, through that cover, we learn a little bit about our hero, their superpowers, their villains. Um, but it's just also really fun to like have fun with that cover and like do creative stuff, and then we just do a, a narrative story of a you know a superhero, uh, you know gaining their powers, yeah, gaining an enemy, uh, you know fighting crime, and then ultimately culminating in some kind of a, a final battle. Yeah, throughout you know we're commenting on editor's notes, we're talking about the text bubbles, we're describing different panels, we try to put an advertisement in there, and. You yep. got ten, you got ten seconds. And then after uh, a blackout, we'll show a little preview of what you'll see in the next issue. And that's it. All right, five seconds is fair. Yeah, geez, efficient. That's that's, right. that's one of the things about Crisis. Funny and efficient that's is right. what people always say. <laughs> right. Efficient first, funny second. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. So I, that's, it's interesting that you described it as the movie, as, as a movie, the form, um, but you're doing it with comic... Because I, I hadn't, I hadn't like made that connection, but it makes sense that 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 it is very similar to that, where instead of describing, you know, we zoom in on, on the keyhole, like the camera goes <laughs> through the keyhole, and uh, we see to the other room and stuff. Instead, it's, it's very similar, but you're just describing 
you know, we see the city in the in the background. And we try it, to bring up like the art style too, if we can. Yeah. Like, um, depending on the era of the comic, or like if it's like kind of like a Rob Liefeld or like something super exaggerated, gritty uh, Frank Miller yeah. story mm-hmm. um, to kind of give it context for people too. And I think it worked as the movie originally. Kind of that form was really good to start off with because we started practicing as like if we did Spider Man, if we did like an improvised version of the Spider-Man movie, the Empire of the Batman movie, to practice, and it kind of stemmed from that. Cool, so you guys were, like, aware aware going into it that we want to take the movie and, and do something new and creative with it. Yeah. As opposed to, like, well, let's do this comic book thing, and then working together, and then being like, oh, wait, we're doing a movie. So it was something you went into, like, let's use this and try to... I, I do think it was the latter, though. I think we said, let's do something comic book-like, yeah. and it was our coach... Willie Appleman, props to Willie Appleman if yeah, you're looking for a new prop coach, uh, who said this is very much like a movie. Mm-hmm. Let's let's start with that and then uh, develop from there. Yeah, but I don't I don't think we. I mean, this was like four, yeah. or five, five years this, ago now. Probably it's not five years yeah. ago. Yeah, uh, we weren't super comic booky until we started off one practice set where somebody went forward and was like on the first cover on the cover of this issue. And then we really started describing that to because we didn't have an open either. We didn't, yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's how we kind of uh, came up with our scene painting open was to really paint it within a comic book. So at one point we thought about like walking up to the stage and uh, opening up a drawer yeah. and miming oh, yeah. it and picking out a comic yeah. and whoo, blowing the dust off and. Or we had like editors like talking and setting up the the bits. Yeah. yeah. I we, think we just love talking about comic book covers, and I think that also helped us get to that point too yeah i mean in a perfect world it would just be us on stage talking yeah. <laughs> to yep. each other yeah. for 20 minutes yeah. that's that's usually what our bits end up devolving into like some of the the most beloved bits usually just us breaking from the action mm-hmm. and they're talking about what's been happening in the comic book yeah because yeah. if we if we could actually like do <coughs> we love the comic form but i may be speaking out of turn for saying watch this. yourself tell oh, you. be careful yeah. this is on air we we love doing like we call them dick around mono scenes to practice and to just like warm up because we just like doing scene work with each other and not thinking so much about the what would you call it like the mathematics behind a scene or oh god yeah, yeah. I never want to have to figure out when to do a second beat in my life yeah. right yeah, so yeah our structures it gives us the freedom to really explore how we it, there's always going to be like a superhero uh, but we can really explore like how we see that journey mm-hmm. and uh, yeah sometimes it is a linear like you know uh, you get your uh, like, you know, high school, uh, nerd, outcast, gets a mentor, gets powers, mentor dies, fights the villain. Uh, but sometimes, yeah, we'll, we'll diverge from that. Like, uh, a few times we've twisted and we've set up who you think the hero and the villain will be, and we switch those, mm-hmm. and those are always fun. Um, and sometimes, oh, with, like, a vagrant vanguard, like, the, the hero was also their own worst enemy. Yeah, yeah. everyone knows that. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> all you big crisis cadets know out there from... Uh, Vagrant Vanguard, uh, our last show. Um, yeah, we do like to experiment. Oh, or like the uh, the Undertaker. Oh, yeah. for the professional wrestler, the Undertaker. We did a, a whole issue that was uh, his origin story, uh, where the author, the quote unquote author, knew nothing about com- uh, knew nothing about professional yeah. wrestling. So that was uh, that was a blast. And that was also for my my benefit. <laughs> that was for Mark. Yeah, the fun sort of meta bit was Kevin and Matt, big wrestling fans. Yeah. I love Rowdy Rowdy Piper. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Sure. Um, yeah, and that's really fun to play with because, like, if we make a mistake 
or if there's like something that's not completely like canonical or, or right, we can always blame it on the writer of the comic and not us. It's not our fault. Yeah, it's, it's always the fault. it's always the writer's fault because sometimes you'll read a comic and it will be like, "What's going on? Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense." So. It gives us carte blanche to just make mistakes, yeah. which is great. Which yeah. retcon? Yeah, yeah. Because we'll do covers that like you'll read a comic book cover and you'll see like what like Robin dead on the cover like. Punisher killing a whale. <laughs> You've seen that one? The no. Moby Dick one? Yeah, there's, no. a cover, there's a cover where Punisher is literally killing Moby Dick. Well, you gotta kill something. Uh, and there's no uh, there's no whale in that comic. Amazing. So, yeah, it's stuff like that. But it really gives funny. you the uh, like the essence of what's inside. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's a symbol. Sure. Oh, and then we did, um, we did my background story. We did a that story about Mark Gwen. It was, uh, it was following, we did a show on the heels of a class that I uh, wrapped up. And some of my classmates that went to go see the show... And we called to the suggestion. One of them yelled, "Mark Gwynn as a baby." Yeah. And for what it's worth, I was the one who said, uh, "Well, maybe we should get something else." Absolutely and not. Matt, I think you were adamant. That's right. And you said it, we're going to do this. And we did. And I don't think we've ever thrown back a suggestion, right? No, I, think we, I don't think we have. I'd keep them. No, but I would love to one day. <laughs> yeah, just really give it to the audience. I think the day we get dildo will be the day we get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is impressive, and, a te- and a, it's impressive you haven't. It's a testament to our, our audience for. Uh, not saying that to us yet. Yeah. We don't get any nasty suggestions. No, we're pretty, pretty lucky. We get like the improv staples though, like pineapple. Yeah. 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 The funniest word people can think of, apparently. And there's people are hungry going into improv sets. Oh, Two, yeah. Guys, before you go to see an improv show, make sure to eat. Uh, yeah, you suggestions. don't want cramps. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But wait 30 minutes. Wait, yeah. The opposite. Yeah. Well, well, wait, eat, wait 30 minutes, and then go to What's the show. Well, it's because you're on land that you don't get cramps if you eat. Yeah, but... Because then when you're in the water... But improv is so submersive and immersive. Oh, good point. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, you're uh, right. Thank you. Back to the suggestion. Like, I, I always find it interesting because we will get, like, a lot of fruit-based suggestions yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, I'm so worried we're going to... Like, we had just some watermelon. Like, oh, God, we're going to do, like, Watermelon Man again or whatever. And then it, it turned into, like, the the ice cream guy. Uh, oh yeah, Doctor Flavor. Doctor Flavorful, yeah. yeah so it's always great when the suggestion is like kind of three beats or like moves kind of removed from the the or the the characters a little bit like not on the nose of what they exactly said. So for your suggestion, I, yeah, I think we didn't mention explicitly how you how you get yeah. it. So do you guys? Oh yeah, we should actually talk about how it goes into the intro and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what what do you guys get specifically for your for a suggestion? Uh, we get a one-word suggestion of anything. Yeah, and we state that this is going to be a never-before-seen comic, a never-before-seen character. We usually always do an issue one. I don't think we've ever... Yeah. Maybe we've yeah. done a little bit into the future of a character, but it's usually an issue one. Yeah, um, and then once we get the suggestion, we'll take a little little break. Uh, the theme from Mask of the Phantasm will we'll play through the, the speakers. Yeah. Uh, then we'll get into a tableau. Uh, three of us striking a pose. Front and center will be usually the, the hero or the focal point. And then whoever didn't take center stage, the other two will start describing what you see. Yeah. Uh, describing the hero, giving him physical uh, attributes and powers. And then we'll paint the rest of the, the cover before finally coming up with a name for the hero. Yeah, and we used to do it, didn't we used to do all of us went on or one person went on? Because we, we, we switched it to where we described like the individual character, we we shifted how we did the intro at one point because we it used to be way less focused. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we started being a little bit more conversational with it. I think, and that 
really helped us out a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if Mark's on the, the focus, we'll all shift back and forth talking about Mark or like I'll fill in for Mark and then he'll talk about that character as well. So it's kind of like being in a writer's room, I would say, or a comic writer's room and being like, what does this guy have? Yeah, it's kicking around ideas too because there have also been times where someone will say something and be like, uh, he has a fl- a flowery pirate shirt on. Be like, but no, he doesn't. It's uh, something else for like a better idea. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. Uh, which is fine because we can. We're I think we're so close to each other that we don't care if someone poo poos what yeah, we say. No, we 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 love doing that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So yeah, so that's interesting. So in your form, more so than a lot of forms, you guys are like in in neutral a lot because you're you know not as characters yeah, but yeah, as yeah. as. Mm-hmm. Play, you know, playing yourselves, I suppose. Because any time that you're describing something, yeah, you know, you're stepping out out of the characters that you that you might be playing. So, do you guys find that like when you you've already talked about how you'll do a lot of like either meta or like breaking the fourth wall, mm-hmm. you know, poking fun at each other, you guys? I guess the question is like, is that something that you feel like happens more because you have this form where you kind of step outside of? of the characters and you get to get to kind of be in neutral. Whereas maybe if you guys were doing a, you know, a Herald or, or some sort of montage that doesn't really have that. I think if the three of us did a Herald, we would probably do it way more often. At least I would, because yeah. the last thing I want to do is a Herald. So <laughs> I would find ways to, you know, break it down and, uh, you know, tear it apart for yeah. our own, pleasure yeah what well, i'm making it on my improv soapbox here it's yeah uh yeah, yeah um there's nothing i i hate more than just seeing a team of people not wanting to do the form they're in or not mm. having a fun time in it all my favorite groups are people who can break that fourth wall easily and still make it feel like i'm watching a play or entertainment i i think like just even like the podcast i listen to or like the comedy i like it, it's more about the group getting along than the form I don't think if if we gave this form to someone else, it would be very different. Right. Um, it's 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 more we we know each other pretty very well actually. Um, so it's 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 kind of like playing in a band as opposed to I don't know just showing up and doing a thing. Yeah, it's jazz, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think that all really stems from us being theatrical people. Yeah. For kind of first and foremost in in that that we kind of just want to have a. A broad and bombastic uh, approach yeah. to what we do, and I think we like making eye contact with the audience and talking directly to them. Uh, you know, usually down to them. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this, this, <laughs> it's it's, it's so much that that it's feeling. High horse. Oh yeah. High horse. Keep that in our back pocket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like it's four twenty high. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Yeah. We're right. gonna do an improvised comic book for you all right now. Yeah. <laughs> the suggestion is high horse. On a front horse. cover, we see a horse with a bong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the villain is a, a zebra who always follows the rules. Yeah. yeah get out of here. Oh, but there's a crossover. Uh, that zebra is related to Hebra. Um, one of our uh, our heroes. One of our heroes. Yeah. yeah. That's um. That that's like the the best part about it is just like joking ourselves and figuring out where it's going to go and definitely pandering the audience that that's something that is really fun to do. And I love watching improv teams really talk to the audience instead of ignoring them because I feed off that energy so much. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's weird, but like I think one of the 
best compliments an improv group can get to sort of piggyback off what Kevin was saying. Is well, that like, this is the best improv I've ever seen? Which we did hear once, and that was fantastic. Because <laughs> so I don't think it gets better than that. Yeah, that's all right. So uh, the best compliment you can get is uh, this is the best improv I've ever seen, which we've heard before. Okay. And uh, I think the second best uh, compliment you can get is uh, it looks like you all are good friends. Oh, you're comfortable yeah. with each other. Which, yeah, which we are. We're all on the same page on aesthetics. Like, yeah, the, the bombast and uh, all the scene painting and stuff. But we're also, yeah, like Matt also said, you know, we, uh, no one takes it personally. If you know, someone's like, uh, uh, like, look at this idiot, Mark yeah. Gwynn. Right, right. Fell right. off the turnip truck from Nebraska. Right, now. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, no one, we, we just, we take that and we just suppress it and we put it in in a deep, dark place. Oh, my my therapist, I just talk all the time. I have Mark and Matt just laid (laughs) His name is Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we're just, yeah, and we're super, yeah, uh, we just gel really well together. Um, and yeah, like there's moments where we get meta and we step out of our characters and just like, you know, shoot the shit around again. Like I said, Audience members will say that was part of their favorite set, favorite part of the set. Oh yeah, like la- last night, I think our favorite part of the set was when we just named old things. Oh my goodness, uh, yeah, globes and abacuses and compasses. Yeah, and it was just nothing was happening on stage. Mark and Kevin were standing so far yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. I was on the other side. And we were just listing old things, yeah. and that was we got so much joy and amusement out yeah. of that. Wow. And I think the audience saw that we were having fun, and they. You know, most audiences would hate that. People standing around, uh, you know, listing quill pens. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, th- I think that we have a, a charm to us. I think it's our, we get real excited when we get on that train together, that, that same thought train. Yeah. And just keep hitting those nails. Yeah. Even to uh, go back to what Kevin said earlier, how, like, we all met talking about this at, like, uh, after a class show, we all went out for drinks. Walters. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I think, like... You know, I've taken a lot of classes where, like, people don't, like, hang out after class or anything like that. Yeah. And I feel like even, like, if you're, you know, if you're out there and you're taking improv classes, I think what makes the difference between a, uh, like a good class and a great class is, like, bonding with your teammates. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we, we bonded. And yeah. I think that's a, a cool thing. Matt, Matt and... Yeah, we're... He just left us alone. We're taking this. Oh, this is our show yeah. now. We're welcome. Well... Yeah, today we're going to be talking about crisis comic books, you know, uh, what's your favorite comic book, Mark? Oh man, my favorite comic book, I'm going to say, uh, my favorite team is the Thunderbolts, and I'm going to say issue number one, baby, when you get that big reveal. Don't spoil it! Oh, yep, no spoilers here. How about uh, about you, Matt? Oh, my favorite comic book, my favorite comic book is... Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number one. Yeah. yeah. The one where Ben Riley finally became the one true Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Following up a terrific clone saga. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. It's oh, one of the greatest no. uh, storylines you will ever know. Oh, that is the uh, only person who has ever Written said. by the great yeah. Tom DeFalco. Huh. Uh, just really check it out. It's only oh, no, Matt, um, 85 please. issues. Anytime uh, Spawning six years. And it has a great payoff. And This was amazing. And we all realize now, we like, have done we this. finally accept Ben Riley as improv is, um, yeah, it's a great way to, uh, I don't know, get your voice out there. Yeah. Let people know who you are. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, but, uh, back to our friendship things. Like, yeah, we hang out like, uh, both Matt and Mark are in my wedding party. Like that's how close we yeah. are. It's, mm. we would be do, we would, if crisis wasn't doing shows, we would still be hanging out, which is, 
I it just gives it. us an excuse to <laughs> exactly. Yeah, hang that, out that's the, in front of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I mean, I guess you know, we've had a lot of uh, superheroes with great superpowers, but I would say the greatest power of all is uh, friendship. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I think it's uh, teleportation, but friendship is close. Oh, okay. well, this is. Guys, if you can teleport, you can go you anywhere. Need you don't need friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark's favorite movie is Jumper. Yeah. yeah. So Mark's favorite song is also Jumper. <laughs> <laughs> the great movie and great song. <laughs> the, the titular song from the movie. <laughs> the third best power is jumping. Super leaps. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, did you guys, you guys have do other? Well, what what like tweaks? What other what other ways have you have you kind of like messed around with presenting it? Uh, ads are pretty something new that we started doing. Yeah, because yeah, we uh, in festivals we usually only get like fifteen to twenty minutes, but when we do our own show, uh, we'll usually go for like a half hour, so we have more time to explore things, and we try to insert weird advertisements yeah. that are usually uh, the antithesis of what the um, comic book is about yeah um or it's a product that was casually mentioned yeah like corona i think we mentioned or something corona. yeah so yeah. uh we I, I i always love when things are endorsed or like just like as stupid as in comics it makes it it makes it feel more like a comic book yeah, yeah. you go five pages in a comic book and you're gonna see an ad for you know, if it was the '90s, Aerosmith's "Box of Fire" yeah, box yeah. set. That's yeah. I love playing with decades and like what what would have been an ad back then. Yeah, it was Aerosmith's "Box of Fire," <laughs> the box set of Aerosmith. What was their arcade game that they had? That they were, oh, that it was, was always, like Sega CD. Yeah, that was always in the. It's like a shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was the, the area. It was exactly Area Fifty One, and they just put. Did you have to save Aerosmith? Were you Aerosmith? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh man! Oh god! Oh, oh. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think advertisements are definitely a big one. And even as we mentioned earlier, uh, we've also sort of evolved what we do with the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it started from, we would just kind of describe what we saw on the cover and then start pantomiming that, whereas now we just dive right into some kind of an action pose yeah. and then describe it from there. Our, I think my favorite thing we've evolved and started is the goon work, though. Oh, goonery, yeah. Which right. is, the ads and the goon work and all these kind of moves are meant to give us a little break from talking about the scenes. And like yeah. they, they kind of like give us a little like they're. I would say they're the, the group games almost of our. Of oh our sure, form. yeah. Do you want to explain what Goonery? Yeah, is? Goonery. So when we're doing a superhero story, we'll obviously have like some kind of bank heist or some kind of robbery or, or uh, uh, goons up to no good, and usually that's just us as people doing crimes, but also talking about like mundane things. Like we did, like talked about like the best Phil Collins albums, like, mm-hmm, like yeah. why, like, moving toxic waste to, like, someplace. Yeah, I, I think, like, the best example is just the line, you know, a lot of people think it's called Teenage Wasteland, but me and you, we know it's called Bob O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, the stuff we would say in the car ride up pretty yeah. much, like, yeah, um, and that's always fun to see these kind of normal-esque characters in this. Murderers. <laughs> murderers, like, because, right? like, what, what does a goon talk about when they're doing their work? Yeah, it's um, either their interests or their 401k. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, that feels a lot like my favorite form, like the mono scene. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just, like, really people just, like, having a, a conversation while doing insane things. Um, so that's goonery, and that's, like, the, the most fun. 
Yeah, and I mean, something else different that we do is if you're lucky enough to catch us in October or on, yeah. on any Friday the 13th, uh, we change it from Crisis and Improvised Comic Book to Tales from the Crisis, uh, when we'll do a horror-inspired, like Tales from the Crypt-inspired uh, comic book, where instead of a hero, uh, it's usually some sort of uh, tale of uh, terror and uh, great peril. Yeah, yeah. hubris gone yeah. wrong, you know, someone who... You know, loves watching TV all the time. Uh, so, you know, they're transported into a TV and they think it's heaven, but uh oh. What is not it? Not quite. It's. Oh, hold on. It's, don't leave me hanging. I, I don't know if I can say this on air. Just whisper it. <laughs> oh, you can't say hell. Yeah, that's what I wasn't good at. I didn't want to say H-E it. H E double hockey, like hockey sticks. Oh, oh there, there. It's, so it's, it's actually H E. Are we supposed to curse on this podcast? You're supposed to curse. Oh, great. Oh, okay. uh, we can also edit that yeah. out in okay. post, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's always, yeah, that's super fun. Instead of a cover, or we'll, no, we'll still get a cover, but we'll also get some kind of a Crypt Keeper mm-hmm. uh, to start off the action, talk a little bit about, um, you know, uh, the horrors that lie ahead, and that person will also recap at the end of the, the comic. And what just shoehorn as many puns as they can oh, into yeah. it, uh, Crypt Keeper style. Uh, and that is, I don't know, that's like the most fun that we have is every year we do a, a big Halloween show where we'll all dress up in costumes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We really want the audience to, and they're they're slowly slowly getting on that train. Yeah, little by little. Uh, and it, it's the most fun. Like we're, I don't know, we're all like Halloween fans. Oh, yeah, big know. time. Yeah. I'm literally wearing a Misfits Andre the Giant jacket. It's true. Yeah. I love that's Halloween. That's when I dress up for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. And so you guys still do that as... As like a comic book, as that that yeah. yeah. So it's like a, you know all those comics were so huge in like the nineteen fifties. Uh, you like the Vault of Horror and Tales from the Crypt for the comics. Tales of Suspense. That's right. Yeah. yeah, when you were allowed to have werewolves in your comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and those those are like I, I like the I, I I like it because it's also a little bit Twilight Zoney too. Yeah, um, which is uh, a thing people really get when they see like it's it's just fun to see. Um, People being given what they want, and then it all falls apart. It's mm. it's kind of uh, it's kind of like our easiest form, I think, that we do. Yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah. At least to me, I feel like it's so natural us just doing You're just that. Bragging now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hardest form for me. Really? <laughs> I don't like scary improv. It's um, the middleest form for me. Great, great, great. Uh, well, then, but the regular improv show is the easiest form for you. Yep. The middleest form for me, and the hardest form for Kevin. Yes, yes. yes. And a third thing too. Yeah. <laughs> and what's that third thing? <laughs> Uh, uh, schlong form. Schlong, yeah, schlong form. Yeah, form. The form. classic schlong form. Yeah, it's the easiest thing for me. That's hard. It's a very funny name, Mark. You did good. Uh, thank you. Um, Mark, how old were you when they made that name? You're going to be disappointed. Oh, 35. <laughs> <laughs> we really just want to elevate the art form. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait, what's it's it's a, just a portmanteau of short and long. What's what's wrong with it? Oh, you know exactly. I, I don't, why don't you say Why don't you Why don't you say Oh, whisper it to me. You just kept talking about how long your slong form sets were, and I was really embarrassed. Yeah, the girth of our sets. So why do you uh, rip, don't say that? What, why can't they were long sets? Oh god, but they were hard sets too. Stop, it's stop it! To incorporate the short. What you know what you're doing? I I wish. Tell me what am I doing? God, don't make me come over there. Stop it! Nope. What? <laughs> no. Oh, I know what you're doing. I will turn this podcast around, children. 
Don't even mention the group scenes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. You, you yeah. have to forgive Mark. He's had way too much candy while we've been here. I can have as much candy as I want no. when we go to festivals. Yeah, absolutely not. That's what you guys said. You didn't on sleep festivals at all. Because jumping on the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really uh, it's fun traveling, though. Like, I, we this is our fourth time in Providence. Yeah. And yeah. We love. Coming here and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of our home away from home, our vacation. Home. Our, yeah, I, I I really look forward to it every year. Um, uh, it's the it's also just fun traveling with your friends too. For sure, yeah, we we perform about once a month in New York City. Yeah, we also have a pretty solid track record of doing uh, uh, festivals just like the Northeast that we can just like take a road trip to or take a bus to. Yeah, we'll do like three or four a year. Yeah, gives us a weekend away. Yeah. Do you guys find? Do you guys get like um? Different receptions when you play at festivals versus... Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Big, big time. time. Oh, we my get goodness. different receptions at different festivals. Yeah. There's one festival in particular that does not care for an improvised comic book. I will tell oh. you that well, much. It's just, we also got like late slots at that festival. Yeah. I think this, the time uh, is a big thing. Like we are, uh, so we're obviously in Providence right now. Uh, we performed last night, Friday at 7, which is just a good time slot. There's yeah. a good house. Because like two years ago here, we just had a later time slot and it was still a fine house. But like, when we, I think, yeah, the time has a lot to do with it as well. But I mean, yeah, uh, with like New York too, which is like, you know, there are like seven different comedy theaters you can go to Not like any, night. Yeah. Yeah, any night of the week that you can go to see a show for like even five bucks or for free. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, you know, our audience is still mostly our, our friends and family and the guest team. Yeah. But, like, but we'll get people, and that's that's always that's been, always my favorite. Yeah. We have we're a super fan, yeah. guys. Shout out to Adam if you're we know where you're listening to this. That's right. Yeah. Um. Uh. So it's always yeah. Uh. Pleasant to yeah to see people we don't know. That's the best thing that can happen. Yeah. In New York City. I, I really feel like that we're really starting to hit though in New York. Finally, yeah. it, it's nice. I think right now we're actually looking out into the audience and seeing a majority oh, yeah. of people we don't know, which, you know, that's all you want. Yeah. 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 It's fun, but we love all our friends, but like. They've seen us dick around for so long. Like, yeah. it's nice to, like, someone who hasn't seen us. Yeah, and back to the festival thing, like, I don't know if it was our favorite festival, but, like, that, the one we did in the movie theater. Was that was hard for a, a huge crowd. That was like, oh, yeah. I, I've never been able to experience that in New York, which was, which was awesome. Like, just, like, a sea of people you don't know in a movie theater. That was for sure. really That cool. was a really cool one. It's also, like, you know, we, um, in, in New York, there's also, like, tons of, like, you know, experimenting with, with improv, but what we do is still even unique by New York standards, but mm-hmm. then when we take it to other cities, a lot of people will always say, you know, I've never seen anything like that, and it's so cool. Yeah, that's why I generally think we do get good responses and good turnouts uh, in festivals, because, you know, you'll go to any set of the day and there's going to be people doing heralds and deconstructions mm. uh generally there's only one improvised comic book yeah no? i don't think we've ever been on a bill with another i can't name another improvised comic book yeah not even like yeah is there one at the pit or is that am i wrong oh i mean there, there's like well there's, there's comics, comic inspired comic improv stuff. like yeah. um there's the avengers who yeah. will occasionally do shout out yeah shout out aaron gold yeah oh maybe we, we should see. bring up like our we for our, for our new york show we bring in a guest team yeah. And give them a challenge that's comic book themed as well. So when we do our show, we try to make it top to bottom very comic book heavy. Um, that's you're not going to see everything has to be somewhere in the spectrum of a comic book. 
um, for our for our shows because that makes I think that helps us be a little bit more unique and stand out. Yeah, like the first show we did, uh, we had uh, we did the the Daredevil challenge for the other t- for another team. But the team without fear. Oh, oh we blindfolded up the performers and uh, yeah. had them. Uh, they had to do their entire set blindfolded. Uh, we've done a bunch of other fun ones, yeah. uh, like the Invisible Woman set, where uh, there was someone off stage with a microphone and they had to interact in their right. scenes. I love the Punch Hitler challenge, where punch Hitler challenge. in every scene a team had to punch, punch Hitler. Hitler. Yeah. yeah, that was very cathartic. Uh, and then we do our yearly show, which we invite some of oh. our favorite people back, and we we list all the some of the heroes we made that year. Not all of them, our but favorite ones. our favorite ones, and we have them come on and we perform an ensemble. We we let people be a part of the crisis show uh, and do our form, uh, not our form with us, but no, essentially we do, like a mono scene we do yeah, and it, that's super fun to see because like you can do a ton of Harold's and a ton of mono scenes and all that, but you don't really remember a lot of the characters, and we create these these just even the name of a character is funny enough that they can kind of bring their own interpretation to it. God, that's my my favorite part of Crisis is the, the Crisis verse and the mythology that we create. Yeah. Uh, every hero and villain has a, has a special place in our hearts. And yeah, it's always fun. I guess when, uh, you asked earlier about what do we do to experiment. That's one of my favorite things is, yeah, we'll get those guest performers and like an Avengers-style set where it's, yeah. Yeah, very like super frenzy, uh, hanging out at the Hall of Justice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, one year we did all heroes, next year we did all villains. That was fun, yeah. Uh, and that's just a really good time to uh, pat ourselves on the back. For <laughs> Job well done. Yeah. Yeah. Another year in the book. Another yeah. year in the book. Um, the yeah, and then... Oh, yeah, oh. there it is. Yeah, we do... Um, when we do a new poster every year, too. Ooh, yeah. Um, which is, like, our all all the good heroes we made on, a, on our cover, which is awesome to just see kind of what, what you talked about on stage become a, a work of art yeah because you know it's us describing it but it, it's so cool to see someone else's artistic interpretation of you know uh the chill surfer the uh hawaiian ice man who uh surfs around and fights uh fire with yeah. ice and uh, because you know everyone has a different image of what that is but then just yeah. have like a real artist uh you know work her work her magic and uh Really do it is, is the coolest thing for yeah. us. Yeah, we have a, a Laura Monado. I'm maybe pronouncing that last name wrong, but uh, she does our um, our comic books every year, and it, it's always really really cool to see that. Yeah, yeah. and they're always like inspired by uh, a well known uh, issue of a comic book. Yeah. Like, the first big one we did was based off of X Men's Days of Future Past, so good. which is iconic, and our most recent one is based off of Watchmen, which mm-hmm. is our. Are amazing. We love Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. I think it's our, our favorite work of literature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Movie. yeah. yeah it's a great movie. Yeah. yeah, no, I I am in the big supporter of the Zack Snyder. What's Watchmen. second for me after Jumper? Right, <sighs> yeah. of course. God, so good. Mark also loves Suicide Squad. I think it's a, guys. I just think it gets too much hate. Mm-hmm. We've had this argument over and over. I don't think it's a great movie, but I think it's just hated too much. I think it's a, it's a C to C plus movie. Wow. So it passes. It passes. It passes the yeah. test for you. It passes. Wow. You were so happy when it won that uh, nominee for the Oscar. It won. <laughs> it won. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Movie. yeah. Suicide Squad is an Academy Award winning movie. Yeah. I'm glad that someone sees what I see, which is that it's a passable film. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a black guy on Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Suicide <laughs> Squad winning an Academy Award. Oh, yeah. no. That's a, that's a... That's great for Hollywood. It's great news. Yeah. Right? It's great for everyone. Sure. Uh, yeah, and that's also the fun thing too. We we love 
just watching comic book movies and like oh, yeah. what is it like we went to see the Fantastic Four the Fantastic worst Four, movie oh, we still had so much fun doing it well, that, yeah. was a, that was a Saturday called Fantastic Four Loco mm-hmm. where you you know you bring a, your favorite flavor of Four Loco into the movie theater and you watch uh, <laughs> Fantastic Four yeah. yeah so you know it helps helps it go down a little smoother with a a big grapey malt liquor by your side. <laughs> grapey. Yeah. I'm a tap. Then you go to Matt's apartment afterwards and we just keep drinking. Yeah, yeah. Right. Good dad. I'm watching good, better uh, superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, all of this comes from just a general love and passion for uh, the biz, as they call the it, biz. in the comic book world. Yeah. What's that short for? Biz Marky. Yep. The rapper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the, the Bismarcky of the, uh, the comic book That's world. right. Sure. You guys ever tried to, like, <laughs> I don't know, do an improv set at a comic book store or something? Oh, we wish. We would love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, That'd be uh, super fun. That would be really cool. We, we've done, um, like, a show that was loosely affiliated with, like, the New York Comic Con. Yeah, for the, at the pit, at the right? Pit, oh. Yeah, where they had, like, a, it was during New York Comic Con week, so they, they really put together this whole... Uh, nerdy evening and that was like kind of the closest we were able to perform in front of like a crowd of yeah. comic book fans yeah mm-hmm. if we did like a con or something I feel that would be so much fun because that that's our base like, yeah for sure yeah I, I think the biggest compliments we do get are from people who love comic books which was like I love comic books and this was really good yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of the the third best thing someone can tell you when it comes yeah. to improv. Yes, after the best I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Two, you guys are all good friends. Yeah. Two, I like comic books. That's all they tell you. Yes. And they walk away. Then my head explodes. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, yeah. There, there's that's always like I. It's almost like when you go into a person's apartment and you like look at what books they have or what music they have, like. You you can learn a lot about like a person by what comic books they really enjoy, and um, that's that's always a fun conversation to have with someone, um, especially after a show. Like oh like what's what what are you reading or what are you into right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, what got you in the comics uh, particularly? Or like who's your Flash? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. For uh, legacy heroes, mm-hmm. if uh, if uh, theirs lines up with yours, if you're a Wally West person, then you're right. That's how you weed them out too, because if uh, they don't know, oh they, yeah, yeah, they. Uh, they, uh, don't we're not here to weak people. Out. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, we're a very welcoming group. Yeah. People have also said, I don't like comics, and this is really good. That's the fourth best thing someone can tell <laughs> yeah. you. Yep. Someone dressed up as a Draco Malfoy last year told me that. So yeah. Very polite. What? What show was that? Uh, that was the last. We did it with the, the Harry Potter group last year. Uh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Draco Malfoy. Yeah. And, uh, shout out to and, Draco. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's always fun, too, because there's a little bit of a nerd crossover. We will do shows with, like, Harry Potter people or Star Trek people. Yeah, Red Shirts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have uh, this is a fantastic group in New York City. Uh, the Red Shirts, they do. It's an, it's an all-female troupe that does a musical improv show inspired by Star Trek The Next Generation. And we've collaborated with them a lot, and that's always fun. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very hyper-specific. Yeah, it. yeah. It's, it's there even more specific in their their nerdology of that that form. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I love Star Trek, but I only really know the original series, but I still enjoy watching that. So yeah, that's that's always fun too. Is like getting someone who doesn't even know much about comics and and maybe maybe getting them to read a comic too. I don't know that that would be fun. I love. I, I when you go see a movie and then like a comic movie and then you want to read that comic book like yeah. I would love someone to be like oh I really liked your set like what uh what comic book should I read I just want to like oh. tell them that like yeah that'd be fun what would you tell them 
to read comic book wise. Um, I was I, I probably would if I haven't read Watchmen, obviously that. Uh, but my my go to, I, I like the villain stuff. I always mm-hmm. like Villains United. Um, yeah, Suicide Squad. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, some good suicide comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, good comic books. Yeah, it's good comic uh, Daredevil Bendis' run is really good. Yeah, Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen to this and we know you are. Uh, yeah, it's, that's, oh man, like, that's a deep question too. Like, I, I guess it'd be on the per, on the person. I'd probably try to figure out what they're they're into. Yeah, read them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, let's plug New York Pacific. Sure. Um, so there's a, um, uh, a podcast that I write with a, uh, uh, a friend also from Omaha, Nebraska. Shout out to Omaha, Nebraska. We know you're listening. <laughs> yep. Um, they always are. That's right. And just, uh, yeah, we just do uh, like audio sketches. Uh, Kevin and Matt are frequent guests as well. Uh, so that's always very funny. Look us up online, New York Pacific Podcast. We're on iTunes. It is the smartest podcast for dumb people, the dumbest podcast for smart people. Really? I feel I learn a lot it's, when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you also... There are aspects where you get a little dumber every time you, yeah. you do that as well. So yeah, it is a highbrow comedy for lowbrow people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was uh, uh, lowbrow comedy for highbrow people. That's because you're so smart. You, that's because you're so smart. That's how you think of yourself. Yeah. Right, yeah. The, yeah. the best. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, and also, if anyone's listening and wants to book us, like we, we're always looking. Oh, yeah. yeah bring yeah. us to your show. Bring yeah. us to your bring festival. Festivals. Or, or yeah. your Comic-Con. Or if, you wanna, if you're an outside New York person and if you want to stop by New York and do a show and get a superhero theme, that would also, we, we look for that, too. Come hang out with us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey everybody, this is your host, Clayton Mashad. Did you enjoy this podcast? Did you at least not hate this podcast? Do you appreciate the fact that this podcast exists? Well, if so, uh, do me a solid and rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Thank you in advance, or thank you in the present if you've already reviewed us. All my favorite groups are people who can break that fourth wall easily and still make it feel like I'm watching a play.